You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's After Show. Hey there, Faye fans. Uh, this is the worst <laughs> theme song ever. Yes. I don't understand. Is this pop punk or what kind of music is it supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, gang. This is the Lost Girl After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking about Season 4, Episode 4, Turn to Stone. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me on the panel, of course, is the lovely Miss Yell Teagle. Hello, everyone. Uh, we got uh, Roya Tahiri in the booth. Hello. Yes, <laughs> taking care of us for this whole podcast. So, uh... This is, I'm going to come out and say it. I think this episode is easily the best episode we've had all season. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the, the gang is back together. We're finally getting some movement on the plot. Yeah. We've got a lot of questions <laughs> on our mind. We got some big mysteries. We got some reveals. We got, uh, some confessions, betrayals, action packed episode. What did you think of it? I agree. I love this episode. I think it was, uh, the first time this season that we're back on track. That we're like, okay, here's all the stuff we need to accomplish. Here's what's happening this season. Here's where we're going. Um, it's the first episode of the season I really enjoyed, even though it was completely bowless. Yeah. Um, but I think this was my first one that was back to Lost Girl awesomeness. Yeah. It's back to the reason we love Lost Girl. Exactly. And, and you know, a huge part of that <clears throat> is the, the Bo Kenzie friendship, mm-hmm. which has been kind of put on hold for the last three episodes, you know, like it's, it's still a thread. It's still a plot, but we're not seeing it. And, you know, uh, Kenzie's palpable relief at Bo being home. We felt it too. Yeah. You know, it was great having her back. Um, we open though on Bo and Dyson training, sparring in this, uh, in this abandoned boxing gym, I guess. Yeah. Um, where they, uh, basically, you know, recap the situation like, huh? I mean, we were, in the woods, and I was somewhere, but we can't remember. She says, she says to him, all I remember is I was being, t- I was taken from the doll, and I woke up in the woods. Yeah. That's it. Oh, great. In case you missed the first three episodes mm-hmm. of the season, yeah. this is where we are. I know. And, like, thankfully, all, like, even though it's the Wanderer and the Wanderer's Eve, I'm like, I'm so glad it's that and not something, like, more, like, vicious. Like, I was at the doll, I was at the bar, and then I woke up in the woods could be so many worse things yeah. than being on your evil father's ghost train. Right. Right. Uh, so, after riding the ghost train, now she's back to riding the wolf train. Yeah, she um, was. As they quickly shed their skins mm-hmm. and uh, start banging in a dirty, sweaty boxing ring like i said we were reminded the reason we love lost girl right um and it suddenly it felt like oh man it's season one all over again this is great they're back to you know like verbally sparring and physically sparring and genitally sparring and like (laughs) 
oh man, it's like it's all kind of fun, all kinds of fun and snappy again. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're kind of like tiptoeing around it. He hasn't really mentioned, you know, his love for her. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of playing it cool for right now. I have to imagine on some level. If my face is doing weird stuff, if you're watching it, it's because I'm fighting off a sneeze yeah. with an intense fury. <laughs> uh, the fact is, you know, he's got to kind of put up or shut up. He needs to come <laughs> out and tell her how he feels mm-hmm. because, you know, he. I'm sick and tired of him moping. Lauren's gone. She's having sex with you, which means she's not that broken up about it. Yeah. So, you know... Make your play. She's, she felt for you very deeply not so long ago. It hasn't been so long that she's forgotten it. Yeah. She, um, she, we all know that she loves him and, and she says how much she loves him and she's a succubus. She can love more than one person. Yeah. She's Polly. Yeah. Yeah. So he can, he can do it. He can do it. He can, it, it, listen, I am sick and tired of him getting this milk for free. Okay, he needs to buy that cow. He needs to give it a ring, not just one that he finds in some dude's grave, <laughs> but like you know the the real like the two month salary deal. Do you really think that she would accept a ring and settle down? I think she might accept the ring. I don't think she'd settle down. Well, of course she'd accept the ring. She'd, I mean, she'd, he'd she'd under- accept any jewelry. He'd understand as long as. She kind of belonged to him on some level. He He's not going to interrupt her nature no more than she would tell him not to turn into a wolf and run through the woods at night. Not that he does that that often. Right. For a wolf, he's fairly domesticated. It's been thousands of years. I know. But, like, he's just, like, he'd much rather just go have a drink than, you know, be all wolfy. And, okay, I hate that I'm doing this. But I'm I have so to, excited, But I yes. have to ask. Is he the only werewolf in the entire universe in this show? No, he's the only werewolf in City. In City? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, normally don't wolves run in packs? Yes. Um, but if you recall way back when... And we did those flashbacks yeah, to his past. to his past and his warrior-ness, and he's been with wolves and whatnot. Right. And uh, I think that he's he's given up on the... the um, the pack life. The pack life. Which happens in shows with werewolves. For yeah. example, True Blood. I know. And, you know, he's 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 old enough that, you know, maybe he's tired of being a frat boy. Yeah. Running around with his pals. And he'd rather settle down with a nice succubus. Yeah. Um, all right. So they're training. They're banging. There's a gargoyle that's just there. And then it isn't. And we're like, what? Yeah. What is this gargoyle? Why is it watching them bang? Who sent it? Does it have a camera? Yeah. Will that be uploaded to YouTube later? Right. Do Faye, do the Faye have cameras or some kind of <laughs> Oculus Rift device? Like, these are all valid questions. Yeah. They probably don't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So this, this gargoyle's there, disappears, cut to credit, opening credits, searching while hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, we get Bo and Kenzie and Tam Tam. Uh, who is still Teen Tam Tam? Teen Tam Tam loves watching her X Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, decides to do that instead of going out with Bo and Kenzie because it's boring to be an adult. Yeah, exactly. So boring. Straight to the doll. It's dead as a doornail. And then Bo, of course, wakes it up using subgibbous powers, and everybody's dancing to Spice Girls. Yeah, um, that sounds like a great night. 
Yeah, it's like as 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 it should be. Yeah, because everyone's gonna go home and have sex tonight to '90s Britpop. Hell yeah, yeah. That's why it's such a great show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but while they're gone, some ninjas break in. <laughs> the worst ninjas ever. The worst ninjas ever. The loudest ninjas ever. <laughs> yeah. Because ninjas are supposed to be silent. They break through. Uh, the magical protections that uh, Trick had put in place to prevent Faye from getting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Tamsin grows up, or like she shrieks. She, she does her Valkyrie thing. She does her Valkyrie on him, yeah. her ugly face, which gives her a total co- complex about whether or not she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, which she shouldn't be so, be so worried. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful just the way she is. Yeah. Um, and uh, she grows up just that much more. And now we've got full-grown Tam Tam. And this man is happy. Um, I, li- you, I, I like Tamsin. You're a fan of Tamsin. I like Tamsin. Interesting. I like Tamsin. I liked um, badass Tamsin. Yeah. I think self-conscious Tamsin is a pain in the ass. Well, we've only had her for an hour. I mean, I'm She's sh- still a pain in the ass. Fine. I just, she's pretty. Um, that is true. It's true. Uh, but I'm hoping that we land somewhere in between badass Tamsin and super self-conscious annoying Tamsin, where we've got badass Tamsin with a nice little modicum of humility mm-hmm. and sweetness. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for with just like an ounce, like a like a quarter cup of sugar. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Um you know, she's trying to figure out who she is and, you know, what happened in her last life. She doesn't mm-hmm. remember. Um, and she's struggling with the fact that she has all this power. And that she's dark. Yeah, which she doesn't like. No. And she she's positive that Bo hates her um, because she sold her out and tried to have her killed. Right. Um, Understandably, Bo yeah. hates her. Well, I mean, but Bo, as she reveals later on, doesn't hate her. She respects her. She loves her. She wants she wants the V yeah. as well. Uh, that she would wants be wonderful. The T. <laughs> the Tamsin? Yes. Uh, and uh, this show just reduces me to my worst self, I think. And I think that's why I love when you watch this show. <laughs> no, because like you're literally you're watching you're watching me. I t- we like we talk about so many shows on this network, and this one I'm just like I'm I'm trying my best, but, like, it's sapping my life force from me. Just, like, a little bit by little bit. Like, because there's so much that I like, and then there's so much that's just, like, so, so quirky. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. It's hard sometimes, yell. And I'm sure that Bo would know exactly what to do with that. Yes, she would. And I would be dancing to Britpop like everybody else. (laughs) Um, all right, so we got grown-up Tam Tam. We're trying to figure out who burglarized the apartment. You know, they stole a lot of great vintage furniture. Um, thrift store furniture. Thrift store furniture. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, so they take Tams into the police station and ditch her with Dyson. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And I appreciated their uh, trying-to-be-covert negotiation about the sex that they would have later. Uh, yes. you know, very much what a couple or an almost couple would do. Gives mm-hmm. me hope. Gives this man hope. That they'll get together. Yeah. Not hope that you have a chance. No. Okay. 
Just I'm, just to clarify. No. I agree. I'm it human. Is. There's there's nothing I could really do about that. You know. Uh come on. Duh. Uh, I'm human. So um <laughs> Uh, she and Kenzie are now kind of the Wonder Twins again. They realize, you know, okay, this was obviously Massimo trying to collect on Kenzie's debt to him. You know, Kenzie reveals that she has this debt. Right. Um, and, and this is after uh, Bo is like, you know, everyone in my life lies to me except you, Kenzie. You're wonderful. And Kenzie's like, I got the sinking pit in my stomach. I am full of lies. Yeah. Um, which like, okay, she says, she, she reveals to Bo that she kissed Dyson. Now we assumed that she and Dyson did a whole lot more yeah. while the two of them believed that Bo wasn't there. And she didn't mention, like, I kissed him, but it was only when we didn't remember that you existed, which right. I mean, now that I'm saying it sounds really bad, but it's, no, but it's, it's a great, it's a legitimate excuse. Yeah. We kissed because we the were, timeline had been rewritten yeah, almost you weren't in our lives we didn't know you existed not just we didn't remember we didn't know yeah so this was we m- were meeting and working together and getting stuff done together and you know things happen and it happened but had you been part of our lives it would have never happened yeah none of that discussion came up no it was I w- just a by the way this happened but then i realized something completely different yeah no, but like that's the thing. I really wanted them to like hash out this whole issue because there's still a lot of meat left on that bone. Mm-hmm. You know, are we just going to gloss over it now as a show and just forget that it ever happened? Because then, you know, Dyson and Kenzie have a moment alone together where Kenzie is like very physically affectionate with him. And I'm like, is she still holding any kind of feelings towards Dyson? Are they back to being big brother little sister yeah i don't i i couldn't tell like the lines were kind of blurred for me what do you think i i think that because of the way she revealed to Bo that hey yeah i kissed him but then i realized that i don't like him i like Hale, which is first off a stupid sentence in itself yeah uh but i think that's when we can assume that her relationship with dyson is is still big brother little sister okay even with that weird hiccup in there. okay all right Fine. All right. So I, I'm just going to say, I guess, that they didn't sleep together. Uh, this the Why tell her we kissed and then save that for later? Right. You know? I, I assume I, – I guess we're to assume that they didn't sleep together and accept that. But it's never been established how long Bo was gone. Yeah. So if it was, let's say, longer than a week, they slept together. Yeah. This is Lost Girl. Who are we kidding? Everyone they live, sleeps with everyone. Yeah. They live in city. Yeah. Okay? Everyone in city is a hoe. Yes. It's true. <laughs> okay? I need to move to city. Yeah. I, oh, please. You you move to city, you never go back. What happens in city <laughs> stays does in not city. stay in city. <laughs> everyone finds out about it eventually. Everyone in city. Everyone in city <laughs> finds out about it. Okay, uh, real quick, talk about iTunes. Folks, thank you for downloading the podcast, streaming it, watching it, doing whatever you're doing on all the devices. You rule. Good for you. Podcasts, the way of the future, future of entertainment, and you've bought into it very, very early. So kudos to you. You're so cool. But hey, here's an idea. How do you support this burgeoning, bustling, potentially combusting podcast movement? I will tell you. 
you go to iTunes, you slap the show with a rating, you give it a review. It means the world to us. It means so much because it is the only way that we get tracked on iTunes. It's the only way that we get rated. It is the only way that our bosses know that we're doing a good job. So take a second. Doesn't take that much. Doesn't cost you anything. Be a, be a light fay and give us a review and a rating. Yeah. We appreciate it. Unless you like cosplaying as Dark Fae, you can still give us a nice rating just in a jaunty tone. Um, you know, play play both sides. Be unaligned. Do what you got to do. It's up to you. Much love. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you. I've uh I've done better and worse. <laughs> so, uh they go to Massimo and uh Bo starts throwing threats around. Uh, I guess this happens before she, the, the Dyson reveal. They wind up going to Lauren's place looking for, uh, this a plant, a plant that yes. he wants, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Massimo. Um, and, uh, they get trapped inside by the gargoyle. Um, or no, by Massimo. Yeah. The gargoyle's just there. Right. Right. But, uh, they get trapped inside and Kenzie has to go and find the thing that will untrap them. Right, the the reverse powder that Trick taught her how to do and make and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I think the best part is when she's sitting there being like, I, we can't get, I'm not going to shower and get this, you know, the nymph genitals off of me. Uh, I'm going to, you know, we're going to wait and figure this out because I look too pretty. Yep. And what does Bo do? She dumps a bucket of water over her head and is like, get to work, bitch. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was great. It's, it's. Hey, we're back to being friends. Yes. And in this relationship, I get into all kinds of problems. You get to worry about me. And then if you don't help me, I'll dump water on your head. Yes. Friendship. Yes. That's how friendship works. Yeah. That's how our friendship works. <laughs> yes. I've had many buckets of water to the head uh, yep. in the course of our friendship. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, she she breaks the spell, gets Bo out of there. They run off to save Tam Tam. Um, who is at the mercy of Massimo. He's trying to cut off her hair because he's a creepy pervert because mm-hmm. um, her hair is super young and soft, and I guess that <laughs> makes it uh, really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this hair, so important that when Bo throws the only lock of it he was able to collect into the flames, he follows it. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there. This is a theory that Massimo is the child of Ebony and a human. Because if Faye mates with humans, it, there will never be powers. He is a human who's well versed in the Faye world, who is a druid, but, you know, Bo reveals that he's human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it would explain his connection to Ebony. Can I move back into your house? Right. I think he might be her son. I'm going to disagree. Okay. Um, I think uh, in. The uh, last episode, when Ebony uh, was asking him to give her an eye, uh, she was explaining that she, I think she explained that she is maternal and that uh, all of the Dark Fae are her children. Hmm. And that he is not actually the son. But he did call her mommy. So, I don't know. But I disagree. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say that I'm right. Uh, fans, if you... Have an opinion. You yeah. can comment. Yeah. Comment on the YouTube. Tweet at us. Leave us a review on the iTunes. We yeah. will respond because we love you so much. Yeah. Yes. Um, Lauren. Let's talk about Lauren. Yeah. So Lauren and Crystal have been 
kidnapped. Kidnapped and are in a dungeon? Dungeon-ish. Yeah. You know, or at the very least an unwashed supply closet. Right. Yeah. And um, a basement, yeah. maybe? Crystal reveals that she only banged Lauren. Uh, it was a spy bang. Yeah. Uh, something Lauren knows a lot about. Because she did that to Bo earlier in the mm-hmm. show. And uh, and Lauren then reveals the thing we've been waiting for. Who is Karen and why is she on the run? Yes. And Karen is a terrorist. Former terrorist who feels really, really bad about all the terrorism. Unintentional former terrorist. Yeah. Well, I mean, she built a bunch of pipe bombs for her crazy brother yeah. who likes killing people and doesn't care. She insists that there was supposed to be no one at the site, that she was just a radical and a Mm -hmm. revolutionary, uh, but she's responsible for a lot of deaths, and they've been weighing on her for years, Um, which is how, you know, her self-confidence got so low, her self-worth got so low that she let herself become this indentured servant. You know, she's someone who has a lot of personal strength, but I feel like got pushed to a really dark place before she met Bo. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and didn't even realize it for a very long time. Well, what's I think what's really interesting is so Karen existed and was this terrorist. Yeah. And then became Lauren and met Nadia. And then the Fae put a curse on Nadia. And then to to keep uh, Lauren, Dr. Lauren around, uh, they made her a slave so that she could work on Nadia. And then Nadia comes back to life, dies, and Lawrence with Bo and runs away. What? How did? I want to know what happened between Karen and Nadia. Hmm. Where did we get from Karen becoming Lauren and meeting Nadia? That's what I want to get. Yeah, uh, the, there's a whole chunk there that very much informs who she is and what drives her. Mm-hmm. Which, like, now that Nadia is no longer with us, what does drive her? Yeah. You know, she's had this goal this whole time for all these years, and now it's it's gone, and Bo is potentially gone. Yeah. You know, so what is it? Is it just survival now? What does she want out of life? These are all pressing questions. Um, in any case, she uh, she thinks at first that she's in the clutches of her terrorist brother. Um, turns out. It's someone on the Fae. She thinks that it's Hale. Hale, yeah. Uh, But when the door opens, it is not Hale. Nope. It is something with a bright light. We don't know who or what it is. I thought it was the Unamens, but now I'm not so sure. Um, It could be another player in this game Hmm. that we have not met before. I think it's Vex. Really? Yes. Hmm. I have absolutely no basis. Okay. I've decided it's Vex. Yeah, trying to save an elder Fay who can't stop having sex with his family or eating, eating his, fam- his family. I think it's he was testing her. I think that that whole situation was a test. Hmm. And that she passed the test and Vex is going to use her for something much bigger and more evil. I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I like about this season is we've got a lot of plot threads in the air, and it's not it's not another dawning, like, where, like, oh, something's wrong with Bo, 
And at first, like last season, when something was wrong with Bo at the top of him, like, okay, so like her like dar- inner dark nature is taking over her light nature or something like that. And it's going to be a conflict between that. And then it wound up being this test that she had to pass. And then she passed it. And then it was like, now what? This season, I feel like they're building a lot of n- interesting mysteries, a lot of intrigue that's going to really shake up the makeup of this world of city of the fay of the balance. Do you think we will get answers to every thread this season? Cuz I think that this show specifically never gives us all of the, they they resolve one thread and it's always the thread that you're like I don't care about that thread. Right. I I already assumed that that would end and that this would be how it ended. Yeah. Um I think we will meet the wanderer by see well this is predictions I'll, uh, uh Sorry, I apologize. We'll, we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, so, uh, at the very end of the episode, we've got Bo talking to the Unamens. And she realizes that the gargoyles, because Massimo says they don't work for me, they work for a higher power. Yeah. And she realizes that means it's the Unamens. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, listen, I don't play by your rules. I am a succubus. I play by my own rules. I'm unaligned. You can't tell me to do... She goes on a big old bow rant. Yes. You know, the one that we've heard a thousand times before mm-hmm. about how she's different and she's unaligned. You mean and, the opening sequence? Yes. <laughs> searching while hiding. And, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't yell. <laughs> I can't searching while hiding. Anyway. Um, I can't. Anyway. So Tilda. Yeah, Tilda Swinton tells her, oh, no, you're not unaligned. Your blood has chosen for you. And she's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you're dark fey. Boom! Head explosion. Yes. Yeah. So when did when did Bo become a dark fey? She spends all of her time with the light fey. She uh, likes humans a lot. I, I think that uh, her behavior... Yeah. Yes, she likes humans. She's defending humans, but she kind of because uh, because of her, I'm unaligned. I don't follow by your rules. It's kind of dark. The dark are like we're dark. We don't care about rules. So unaligned is basically I don't care about rules. Well, so when did this happen? Was she always a dark fae and just no one really knew that that was the truth? Or is it something that happened when the Wanderer summoned her while she was passed out, maybe? Maybe. I, I feel like it's it's either that something happened in whatever time is missing. Right. Or uh, the the dark light is actually not something you choose. It is something you are. Mm. So, like, Vex, for example, he's dark. There's no doubt about it. Even when he was trying to be good, he was dark. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you're born with it. It's his nature. It's it's a nature nurture. He was born that way. Yeah. Yeah. He can't help it. Yeah. He was born that way. Because God makes no mistakes. Yes. He's on the wrong track. <laughs> he's a dark fae. Um, okay. I want to get into predictions because we have actually a lot to talk about. Um, and now, this kind of throws some wrenches into some things. Because if she's a dark fae, yes. first of all, now she and Ebony are aligned. She can, Ebony can still have conflict with her, but like now she has to answer to Ebony. Ebony has more power over her mm-hmm. because she's a dark fae. She can't spend time with Dyson and Hale. Um, like, they're supposed to keep their worlds pretty separate. Right. But you know who is a dark fae? Tamsin. 
Oh, you yeah. are so excited, aren't you? Oh, I am beyond excited because the creators of this show are paving the way for the Botams and sex scene that we've all wanted and that will be so much better <laughs> than the Lauren, th- than the Lauren Crystal <laughs> sex scene from last episode. Even the worst sex scenes in this show are better than the Lauren Crystal. <laughs> it's pretty true. <laughs> Uh, it could have been so much better. There's so much talent involved. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, no, I agree. I think that Lauren, uh, the Ebony Bow thing is going to be huge. Um, I think that this whole She Is Now Dark is going to play a big, big role because I think she's going to fight it. There's yeah. no way she's going to accept it. Yeah. So you think, what, by the end of this season, she'll be an official light fae? Mm. I thought she'd go back to Unaligned, but, I mean, I guess that's not going to be an option. You can't, I think you can't, uh, like, opt out of one by not choosing the other. Yeah, because now she's officially part of the system. And the Unamens are there to clean up the system and make sure that everything's on track. They don't want anyone unaligned. That was, I think, the greatest line when she said, like, our goal, or when Tilda said, our goal is to get rid of the unaligned succubus. And we did because you are aligned. Yeah. Because that was, oh, play on words. I love it. Mm-hmm. No, and it was completely it. unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's something that we never thought the show would do is force her to pick a side. Yeah. Um, you know, because she's so adamant that she doesn't have one. Even though, she's- as so many Dark Fae have pointed out, she spends all of her time with the Light Fae. Yeah. I mean, I guess she'll just hang out at the doll more often. I guess so. Uh, we've also got Kenzie and Dyson hinting at some kind of process to make her a real Fae that he'll tell her about later. Because it doesn't <laughs> matter now. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that that was like what uh, uh, who why would Dyson have any idea how to turn her fay and why wouldn't he have told her about it when she was using effing sparklers right I think the whole Kenzie trying to find herself storyline needs to conclude in a way that doesn't involve her magic magically becoming fay right or like her rushing into the hail relationship. Uh, just so that we can move past it. Yeah. You know, if, if a, a fae marries a human, is that stronger than just like being claimed? Uh, I don't know. Are they, are they even allowed to? I don't know. I think they aren't. I guess not. I mean, that's what's been holding Hale back this whole time. Right. He's all, no, I don't like humans, man. Yeah. And, you know, like, even if I did like humans, it's not like I could, you know, yeah. marry one or have a baby with one or have a normal life with one. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Me. I'm <laughs> Hale. I wear a fedora. <laughs> uh, um, Where was he? Yeah. Where is Hale? We haven't gotten hardly enough Hale this season. Um, I mean, he was there for the first two episodes, but I, I like having him around a lot. Yeah. Last season, we only saw him on like three or four episodes. Last season, he wasn't around because the actor had work. He had work. Yeah. he got This is work. He got other gigs. Well, guess what? This is his main gig. This is his main paycheck. He should pay attention. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, no, no disrespect. I don't know anything about your life, sir. So uh, if you're listening, uh, sorry. So just to finish predictions. Yeah. Uh, um. 
I'm going to say that Lauren is in the clutches of someone new, not someone we've met before. Ah, but um, someone she knows. Yes. Um, or at the very least, someone we haven't seen in a long time. I'm pulling for season one Ash, even though he's dead. <laughs> I'm like, bring him back. Um, <laughs> all right. Any any other predictions from you, Yale? Um, Other predictions... Um, no. Okay, That's where it. can the people find you? The people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And on Twitter and Instagram at yelteagle. Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Okay, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on Almost Human, Helix, Banshee, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cougar Town, and Justified. Uh, probably more stuff in the spring and in the winter. Keep you posted on that. Uh, and if you're in the L.A. area and you love live comedy, I perform the first Sunday of every month uh, at the I.O. West Comedy Theater on Hollywood Boulevard as a member of DJ Fawcett. Our next show is actually March 9th at 9 p.m. I hope you join us for that. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will be back with two more action-packed episodes next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.